uh, I think it's the opportunity to call out the like sort of more the outcome focus, the what is the role supposed to do? Yeah. What, like, you know, so you say, yeah, they aren't supposed to do this design stuff. Airbnb totally got it right in this particular move. And maybe calling it a product marketing manager is ridiculous, but whatever, like the role needs to do the following things. Um, it's important because these things are important and here's the kind of outcomes you can achieve if you do it well. You know? it's, it's hard to get rid of the product manager role and then rehire people as a product manager doing something different. <laughs> Yeah. Product Growth Leaders proudly presents Product Conversations. I'm Grant Hunter, co-founder of Product Growth Leaders and the host and facilitator for these conversations. On a weekly basis, we explore product management and leadership topics through interactive conversations with our product leaders. Conversations that will challenge you to think about your thoughts on the topic and perhaps get you to change your mind. Listen, subscribe, and add your voice to the conversation every week in the Product Growth Leaders community. Hello, everybody. Grant Hunter here for another Product Growth Leaders conversation. Steve, the product management world was turned upside down a couple weeks ago <laughs> when Airbnb decided to get rid of traditional product management. And so that's our topic for this week. What's your, you know, before we get into the, the question stuff, I'd love to get, just get your first thoughts on everything. I know there's a lot of writing that's been done on this, but what, what are you thinking on this? I think what they said was they want to return to the traditional definition of product management. Over the last 10 years, product management has been pulled into design and story writing, and they have failed to do product management. So fine, we're going to call it product marketing now. That's fine. Okay, so I guess I know how you voted on the poll or would vote on the poll. Right. <laughs> so I, I I tend to agree with that. Uh, and but you know, as we like to do, we we want to get the community's thoughts on this. And so on Monday, we put this question in the community: What are your thoughts on the future of product management in light of Airbnb's recent decision to eliminate the product management role? Uh, and you know, we got some great conversations going on this. I was hoping Eva would be there because Eva Beasley, uh, a, a long a frequent participant said that just like this week, she saw a product manager job posted at Airbnb. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, maybe there's some work to get done. Uh, they've had them you, posted all along, you know, before, during, and after. <laughs> Maybe one side's not talking to the other. Danielle, I, I, I love what you came with. You said, candidly, you're not overly concerned about what Airbnb is doing at this point for a few reasons. Let, walk us through where your head is on this. Sure, yeah, happy to. Um, so there are a couple key reasons why I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, fretting or fretting over this change at Airbnb. Um, one, and I think this is probably the most important reason, is that um, just based off of some reading that I've been doing about Airbnb, especially over the past couple of years, going through the pandemic and post-pandemic, um, they're having you know some issues with with their company, their model, um, their host pricing, um, folks that are coming to actually stay in Airbnbs. And so, you know, as any company that might be going through some struggles and challenges might have to do, they may need to get a little bit creative 
um, with their structures, with their roles. Um, you know, we've seen this happen through mass layoffs and reorganizations at a mass scale. Um, so I think, you know, for, for Airbnb, for them to do whatever is best for the business is probably the, the biggest reasoning behind this change. Um, and at the end of the day, right, I have to put my product management ego aside and say, I accept <laughs> that not every organization is going to follow product management to the T as to what I know and believe it to be. Um, another reason, um, I think this is probably uh, uh, something that we'll see more, more commonly as companies go through and change is uh, rethinking the roles of product management within an organization and maybe more importantly, the titles. Um, at the end of the day, if organizations are still bringing the heart of product management into the business and the organization, does it really matter what the titles uh, or the, you know, the official role is? Um, I say this in part because we see a lot of organizations that say that they're product management centric, but you've got uh, CPOs and directors that have never worked in product, don't know a lot about it. Um, you've got your product managers who are essentially functioning as project managers. And then you've got product owners who are actually like systems analysts and configuration analysts. And so they're, you know, it, it doesn't really line back up to the true roles that we need in product management. So in Airbnb's case, if they're changing the titles and roles of it, does it really matter at the end of the day, as long as they're focusing on the product, focusing on the markets and serving, you know, the end customers? Yeah, a couple of things just stuck out uh, there. One, they just made this major relaunch of their product, the rooms thing, right? Where all of a sudden, they're, maybe they're getting clearer on who their target customer is. Uh, so as you change sort of who you are and what you're trying to be, that may change how you structure and what you're doing. But you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll come out into some of the people having it's in the poll. Airbnb is also a company of one. There is no other company like Airbnb in, you know, the way they grow, grew, the way they hyperscaled, you know, it, it's very unique. Uh, and, you know, I think with that comes people being unique about it. Uh, May, you said we've been having a lot of conversations about how it's okay to not have a person or a team dedicated to it as long as someone's doing the role but then add corporate complexity. Talk me through where your head is. Yeah, I think after thinking about this a little bit more, I think it's important to have people with the title product manager. And the reason being, people keep saying the titles don't matter, but how do you find the people? You know, like you, you still have to hire people, especially at a certain size. You need that clarity, you need that complexity. I mean, the, this role exists for a reason in so many companies. Like, how are you supposed to hire people who can do product management if you're not using the title product management? Are you going to hire a marketing person who just so happens to be a product manager, who happens to be able to do the role of product management? Are you going to hire a, I don't know, so-called strategy and operations person who happens to be a product, like who happens to be able to do the role of product management. So like, I think, especially as you get to a certain size, you do need that level of clarity. And also like, I really disagree with the idea of being creative with roles because like you can't be creative for roles. The reason why you need 
like the the, the role of responsibility needs to be clear because people need to know what they're doing. Um, it, it's easy to be a little more loosey goosey when you're tiny, like under fifty, I think, is like the, where I draw the line. But like as you get to a certain size where you need that clarity, where you need like organizational alignment because you've hit the limits of human cognition, um, like you cannot. You, you cannot just be like, okay, well, I guess everyone does product management now. Because at the end of the day, who makes the decisions? Who is the person who's responsible for making sure there's clarity? No, I, I love that. And, and I think that's the first appearance of Lucy Goosey in pro topic of the week. So I wanted to call that out. Uh, but I also, you know, there's something to be said. I was talking to Jeff Bidell. Jeff Bidell uh, has been on the, these calls a couple of times. And he said to me last week, he goes, what I don't get is when CFOs go to a conference, when finance people go to a conference, they talk about how do they make the profession better? They talk about best practices and new skills and stuff like that. He goes, when product leaders and product managers go to a conference, they debate what product management is. <laughs> it's like, <how laughs> until we can agree. And so I, I, your idea of needing the title and needing it to, to be, you know, maybe a CFO title 50 years ago, people didn't really know what it was. And I, I'll argue some people don't really know what it is. Some, some people just think it's a glorified controller where I think a CFO actually is strategic. But this is not CFO growth leaders. This is product growth leaders. So we're not going to go down that path. Are you raised your hand. You had a comment on something May said? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. You know, there needs to be clarity in this role. I think to play devil's advocate a little bit, I kind of feel like the role of PM is still evolving and not actually very well defined today already. So I don't know if there's an argument for or in agreement with you or actually devil's advocate, but I think the, the change to incorporate product management into product marketing definitely hurts the clarity, but I don't necessarily know if like the title product manager is enough to like bring clarity in itself. Uh, I could argue since there's so lot, there's so many definitions of what product manager is or what a product manager is from the technical agile, as Steve would say, reading aloud from Jira uh, to development uh, to sort of the product manager I grew up with, which is a more strategic and business role. Uh, I think we, we still have a lot of lack of that clarity uh, with what we're seeing. So uh, thank you, Ari, uh, for, for your thoughts on that. Uh, I also want to say something to, uh, in response to what May said. The other thing about getting this clarity and getting, you know, titles worked out is recruiting. Um, one of the companies I was working with told a story about a well-known company that that renamed their product managers offering managers because, you know, they have offerings. And another company I know has named their their products assets and so they're advertising for asset managers and guess what they're not getting they're not getting any applicants who have product management experience they're getting financial guys or they're getting uh sales ops people because the titles don't jibe with anything that's going on in the real world is the punchline that this was an seo company yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no well, uh go ahead clay yeah, so so one one thought I, I, I've been kind of pondering is, you know, if you're familiar with the Turing test for what artificial intelligence is, you know, uh, Alan Turing couldn't list 
what the capabilities needed to be functionally, right? But he could give it as an outcome. And he said, well, if you can fool a human, then you're an AI. And, and it seems like product management is, and my because I have less experience than everybody here, is about filling in the gaps. So it's context dependent. So it's something different in every company. Um, and, and you couldn't say, this is what we need to do because you don't know what's missing because it's maybe an unknown unknown. So PM comes in and says, well, wait a minute, you're not doing A, B, and C. We've completely missed this. And they're kind of poking their finger in the dike, so to speak. No, I, I, I get that completely, John. Yeah, I think what uh, Brian Chesky did in this case is actually increase clarity by, by scoping away the designer part of the role that the product manager is doing at that company. Because as uh, Clay was just talking about, like it's different everywhere product management is. And even if you think back, um, the Pragmatic Institute talks about the pragmatic marketing framework. So marketing is already in the word for the thing that certain people think of when they think about product management, right? So, and my first job as a product manager was a allegedly product marketing manager. And we did all those strategic product management things Grant, you and I talk about all the time. Yeah. So like the word marketing being slid into the title is not that important to me, but I think what he did was increase clarity with the teams and said, okay, designers are now as important as product managers. Product managers stop doing the design stuff, please let these people do this stuff and focus on being strategic market focused, market focused uh, folks that that I think they still do roadmap things and, and all that. Yeah. So it's not yeah. a strategy unless you're telling what you're not doing. So yeah, yeah, I, there's I great value in that. Some great clarity there, Talbot. I, actually, it's interesting. I, I love you. You came at it because I sort of equate it with how organizations deal with a key person who leaves an organization. The work still has to get done. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I, I think what we've all talked about is, you know, one, the lack of clarity around, you know, the job title itself, what it is, what it isn't. And I, I, I was, you know, I won't speak for any of you, but speak for myself and say that from organization to organization, what product managers did and also where it falls in the organization is, is different. You know, ultimately the work has to get done no matter what you're going, what you're going to call it. And I'd also add that it seems like, and, I, and I'm you know, echoing the thoughts of several of you on here, that product management has uh, become, you know, there seems to be like more focused on the technology, or as Steve said earlier, you're reading aloud from JIRA. Whereas there's all these strategic things that don't, that, that product managers a lot of times aren't, either aren't doing, aren't equipped to do, or don't get to do. And sometimes that falls into product marketing. And so, you know, I'm kind of like waiting, wait and see, and, and also wait to see what, you know, what ends up getting missed along the way. So, yeah. One thing, yeah but one thing I do like about the, the change they've made, um, kind of in relation to what you're just saying, Calvin, about like reading off JIRA is, uh, most the ton of organizations product is execution focused it's less of a strategic role it's more about hey we need you to deliver this thing we need you to do this set of tasks and get the team focused on that thing whereas if you get thinking about marketing there's an inherent idea that the pm needs to be more strategic they need to think about the customer and the the value that whatever is going to be created is provided um i don't I don't want to be a product marketer or product marketing manager, but I can see how 
it takes some of the execution oriented nature of product management at big companies and turns it into a more thoughtful role potentially. And I, I'm going back to the framework that John Harmer mentioned earlier, you know, in, in when I taught that framework in health, I've got the guy who helped create that framework on the call. Uh, I'll, I'll default to him, but there used to be this whole thing is how do you organize it, right? Is it left versus right? Is it top versus bottom? Is it the triad, right? And so there's so many ways to do it. And, you know, goes back to this whole thing about role clarity. We don't have, it's hard to get role clarity because everybody does the circles a little differently and it's hard to gain it. And, and even when you have organizations creating alliances around titles, even that is trying, in my mind, is defining something that's different than what I think of product marketing as. Uh, you know, one thing I'll say here that's a little different, maybe I'll bring this in a little later, is, you know, Brian Chesky made the, the, the call out to Apple and Steve Jobs. And we always talk about Steve Jobs being the product manager, right? In the reality, at a founder-owner company where the founder-owner has a majority control, right, they have the ability to, to truly be that strategic product person making decisions about it. And the rest of the organization may be about execution. And so again, it's a unicorn. They are a, a you know, a, a market of one when it comes to that company. Uh, and, and maybe we need to learn from that. Elliot, you said uh, the headline uh, and the original summary was, was incredibly worrisome for you uh, as you were out of work and trying to find a new role. Talk to me about where you're ahead is yeah uh, i appreciate that uh yeah it was just one of those things like it came out and i was like okay well if everyone follows the leader here it's going to be a big problem for not just me now but maybe me in the future when i'm thinking through it but then when i started digging in and finding some different things out there i actually came across john's article on medium which gave me a little bit more uh, clarity and allowed me to breathe a little bit which was interesting uh so it's really nice to see him on this call which is great uh, but ultimately, where I'm kind of thinking through it is the idea of this is an interesting experiment, and Airbnb has enough cachet to actually get it done. And we'll really see what actually happens. Is it's going to be based on the results, right? Like Spotify really made the pod approach really popular, and I'm working in a pod now in my new role. Uh, if uh, this is successful for Airbnb and they're able to turn around those results, it's very possible that other organizations will try and mimic them or do their own version of that that in a way, and we could see a change in title. But at the end of the day, I think as uh, May so clearly put it, like someone has to do this job and the job needs to get done. So yeah, well, you might change the title, but that's not necessarily going to change the need for their work getting done and someone having to actually uh, execute on that. So at the end of the day, I had a little bit of panic. And then as I actually realized that the headline was designed to draw in that kind of attention, uh, I realized that it was more of a uh, adjustment in their corporate philosophy, and it may or may not have an impact in the broader product management job market. I, I, I tend to agree with that. And, and I'm going to bring John Harmer back on just because you mentioned it. John Harmer published an article on Medium a, a, little, a little less than a week ago called, Oh No, Airbnb Got Rid of Product Managers, The Sky is Falling. Uh, but was a really good overview. And, and instead of me reading word for word, John, you know, where, where's your head on this? Yeah, so I I uh, also fell to the same trap that Elliot was talking about when I first saw this. I'm like, oh great, you know, we first all the tech companies followed suit with layoffs, and now they're on a fall suit by destroying the PM role. Um, and then I went and listened to to the talk. And first of all, context: he's at a conference for designers. It's the Figma conference, yeah. so know the audience. 
Uh, and so he wants to pump up design. And he's also like a design-oriented CEO to start with. So he's just, uh, that's a bias he has. And at the end of the day, all they, I mean, he said things like, quote, make no mistake, product managers are critical. They just shouldn't be doing the job of a designer. Yes. So, so yes, I agree with that. That's why we have designers. Like whenever I have to do the job of a designer, I put in small script at the bottom, no designers, you know, no UX designers were harmed in the making of this mock. Like <laughs> it's not that. my job. I, sh I shouldn't do that. Um, but if I have to, I will, because, uh, well, I just said this in chat, but like every job I've had as a PM has been different. Like what part where you were connecting what parts internally was different. And even at Google, uh, I've been on three, essentially three different teams now, and the role of PM is different on each one of those three teams, right? So it's, it's about what are the capabilities, the amount of context your teams have, what, what is the need in this organization? And you sort of, everybody says it this way, but you fill in that white space. You're the gears that connect other things. And yeah. those capabilities that other things have will affect what you have to do or don't do. And I think that's how UX was maybe 15 years ago. I feel like um, people would come in or the people who came in and did UX were people coming in saying some part of the development process isn't being done. I'm going to go and do that. And I think there's there's need for somebody to spot holes, um, whether it's, oh, we're not designing, you know, we don't, nobody designed this button and the button could be better, whatever. Yeah. It's it's interesting because and John, I'd like to get your take on this. I, I I've often said, and I think Cutler wrote about this months ago, right? We talk about how underinvested product management, how under poorly understood product management is. I think UX and design is even more underfunded. <laughs> and what's the way I say this, May? More or less understood. <laughs> more poorly un understood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More less, less, well, less well, well understood. understood. There we go. There we go. But, I mean, would you agree with that? I mean, John? Yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Uh, I have UX design folks that get very bent out of shape uh, when we just say design a button, right? They're like, no, I'm, I'm the experience. Uh, users experience is what I am in charge of here. So let's do this whole thing together. Um, so yeah, I think if you pigeonhole them into graphic design, essentially, then they will get upset, uh, as they should. <laughs> well, here, here's a thought on this is, I just realized when I see a job description that is very function input prescriptive, you will be doing these things, right? You will be whatever it is, leading scrum, God forbid, um, but doing all these things and there doesn't seem to be any opportunity for outcomes right? Where they're like, you're going to figure out how to get this outcome. I, I realize I have an allergic reaction, like, whoa, that seems very problematic. Because they've already figured out what you're going to do. And, and for context, for those who don't know Clay, Clay comes from more of a design UX background than a product background. So, you know, he, he comes with, with that type of uh, lens. And development. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and I, we, I even heard somebody say this week, you know, in B2B, CX is actually more important than UX. Uh, which I tended to agree with, but that's probably a whole nother topic of the week conversation. Uh, you know, let's stick back to this. Uh, Dutch boy, yep. you, 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 you know how to play to a man's heart in, in <laughs> pulling pull a Drucker quote, a Drucker quote that Steve was using. So it's a picture of my idol, Steve Johnson, <laughs> and a quote of my idol, Peter Drucker. You said, 
you know, because its purpose is to create a customer, a business has two, and these two basic functions, marketing and innovation, right? And so I'm going to step on your toes a little and then give you a little space. That's all right. <laughs> the way Drucker defines marketing is the way we define product management. No one sure. understands the customer so well, your product or service fits them and sells itself, right? Sure. So there's something there, at least I think. Uh, yep. Where was your head on that? Um, it's, it's all a matter of labels and focus. I mean, uh, like everybody's already been saying, uh, Airbnb was never saying that they were eliminating product management entirely. They're just refocusing it. They're even using Apple as, as their, their, uh, emulation, their, their, their inspiration, uh, inspiration. Yeah. Um, their goalpost. Um, and we know Apple definitely has product management. Uh, so it's a matter of they're they're trying to make sure that their their product management team, regardless of what the job title is, is focused on the market, is focused on customers and the problems that are out there, and not just you know doing things to do things. Um, you know, we always say in this group that there's three roles: there's the marketing side, there's the strategy side, and there's the technical side. So if the focus is being on the, the marketing aspect, um, but they still have people managing the technical and the strategy, I, I don't see any harm in it. It's, it's one of these things that went viral because people didn't read the article, they just read the headline. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I agree. But it, 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 because of, I mean, how often does product management get this much coverage? So yeah, right. at, at, at a minimum in a, in a, in a practice- There's no bad press. <laughs> in the practice of product management, anytime we can use something like this to have conversations about what product management is and should be, I think we need to take advantage of that. Um, Let me extend that thought just for a second, too. I applaud those of you who actually read the article. I think most of the LinkedIn replies were, I read the headline, I jumped to a conclusion, uh, and, and it's not even clear whether the designers actually did burst into applause, uh, but maybe they did. I don't really know. They, they, they did clap uh, when yeah, he said I that. And, he, and while first. he was clapping, he's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> right. He realized what, like, yeah. Right. But this he's, actually hey, he's playing disguise. to the room. I get yeah. that too. This was all a disguised product management test because good PMs would have gone beyond the headline, right? <laughs> I said, like tell that, me but... more. Yeah. It Why? Depends. Yeah. Uh, Ari, I actually want to get back to something you said earlier. You said that you would never want to be a product marketing manager. We've been having this conversation about how titles don't matter, it's roles. Is it a, are there specific activities or roles of product marketing that you wouldn't want to do? Uh, or is it just you don't like the title product marketing? Good question. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure because Maybe it is the maybe it is the title. I don't know because when you when you probe deeper in that, I think well, would I really dislike those activities? No, not really. I, maybe it's a preconceived notion. Product. Yeah, I, I think it's more about the title, I guess. Although, I guess I wouldn't find it that hard if that. Well, th th there is a stereotype I see a lot of product marketing people who are just marketing people. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, and I yeah. see a big distinction between marketing and product marketing. Uh, so I can 
that's where I could see a visceral reaction to that yeah. because you see if you're seeing that type of stuff. But in this sort of context shifting or deconstruction of activities, and doesn't care what the title is, right? If you're doing the more strategic market customer insight, yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, I think if it's like, all right, the, the core of product management still is the same and you start to bring in elements of marketing into it, cool. If yeah. it's now marketing is the big focus and you bring in some of the elements of product management, less excited about it. Okay, I, I, I appreciate your opinion on that. Danielle, you've got something to say. Yeah, so again, not to sound like a broken record, but I think this comes back to the clarity of the role because um, historically speaking, if, if you look up a product marketing manager position, they're really doing a marketing function and less of the product function. Um, but if that changes, which, you know what, it's fine if it changes, right? We, we got to go with the flow. But as long as we're clear about what that definition of that role is, that's one thing. I personally have just seen those product marketing manager roles be very marketing focused, meaning like, you're in CRM, you're in sale, you know, Salesforce or whatever CRM tool you're using, and you're doing a lot of market marketing-based activities um, versus actual product development and management at that strategic level. So, you know, if it if it if it involves some different marketing elements, but it's truly a product management role, sure, title's fine. If it's really a marketing role, I wouldn't want to do that because I'm not a marketing, I'm not a marketing person. I, I I couple and pair up and collaborate with the marketing team very, very closely. And they're experts in what they do, and I'm an expert in what I do. And that's how we, you know, make it happen at the end of the day. But I would never want to have their job just like they would never want to have my job. Yeah, I get it. Uh Calvin, it sounds like you've got a reaction on that too. Yeah, and I'd say like product management, it very at least in my experience, it varies by company. You know, yeah. I mean, like you, Daniel, I wouldn't want to do some of the mar you know, despite coming up out of marketing, I wouldn't want to do any of that promotional crappy crap. You know, but but I've, I've seen in other organizations, you know, where that does become part of the role. But but, but you know, I, Calvin, we have these conversations with HR people all the yeah. time. They're like they want to come to our roles and responsibilities workshops because they're like we don't know what these jobs are either what we get is this laundry list of tasks and some of them seem like product related and some of them seem like marcom related and uh marketing used to mean what peter drucker said right you know knowing that uh, it, it was a business role uh, and then when I when I got into you know the real world, I found out that marketing was an execution role, and somebody has to do strategy. So whether you call it product marketing or product management, I don't really care as long as they're making decisions about what products to build and what markets to serve, not what campaigns to run or what features to add to version ninety two of uh, the product. Steve, as always resonates with me. First, I have to call out, and Elliot, thank you for putting it into the chat. Yes, I do believe that is the first crappy crap, also a topic of the week history. So Calvin and May are blazing trails, uh, you know, and so we've got that going. But the second is product management for me has such a strong role in marketing 
but we don't do marketing, right? It's about segments and personas. It's about understanding problems and value props, right? If we don't do that in the product strategy phase, what do we do? And when I was successful working with marketing, I could give them clear segments to go after, clear personas to go after, clear problems to talk about values or, you know, uh, triggers or whatever we want to call them that are getting people interested in engaging. And that's because we do and that. Clear, and clear positioning, yeah. which they convert into messaging. Yeah, exactly. He's struggling moments, as Bob Mesta would say, uh, mm -hmm. right? We, we need to understand those and, that, and that's where we can help them. I'm mm -hmm. going to take this chance. I'm not even going to throw out anybody else have anything to say. I'm going to shift us to the poll. Uh, we did this poll uh, on Wednesday. This is my first time doing a poll like this. Which statement resonates most with you? Uh, Airbnb is a unicorn and what they do with product management is irrelevant to most companies. Product management is in many organizations has lost its value in what Airbnb is doing makes sense. I don't care about titles. If product marketing is the market facing strategic role, great. Airbnb does not truly understand the value of product management and they will bring it back before long. And then other, it depends. Uh, and wow. led by other, it depends. Uh, May and Danielle, you guys both came in there with other, it depends. And I want to, We'll start with uh, May, then we'll go to Danielle, just to get your thoughts on why you want other at the pens. I I think it's a, they, they're doing this as a reset. Whatever the reason is, I think they're just using it as like a very expensive reset button. Um, expensive in, the, in terms of future opportunity costs, but also expensive in terms of the need to rehire after when they figure out it's not going to work out um in my opinion uh or, or like i was almost going with the first one but i think it should be airbnb has run out of ideas and what they do with product management is relevant to other companies <laughs> <laughs> i i could see that i could see that yeah danielle um you know i just kind of went with it's a little bit too early for me to make any assumptions right now um i don't know if i'm a little bit jaded from like overhyped and sensationalized things in general but i'm just trying to take a step back and say you know let's just watch this play out they might be an early adopter and other people might follow later they might try this out and maybe it works wonderful but they're still the only ones doing it or they might try it out and it works terribly and they stop doing it and change course. We don't really know. Um, all I know is that I'm not going to get, uh, here's the first one, my undies in a bunch, add that to the chat um, about, about this right now. Um, it's good food for thought, um, right? We're having the conversation about it. It's making us think about how important that structure and clarity is in organizations and also calling out that, um, it doesn't seem like, you know, there's a standard across all organizations. So, you know, we'll see what the outcome is, but at the end of the day, at least we're having a good dialogue around it and thinking about it more deeply, um, whether we apply that in our own organizations or use it as a lesson learned, um, we'll just have to wait and see how it shakes out. I, I, I completely and totally agree. Uh, and yes, we'll add undies in a bunch to our first time ever on topic of the week. 11%, uh, it was just Eva, Airbnb does not truly understand the value of product management. They'll bring it back before long. And she's called out that the reason she did that was she saw the product manager job posting, right? <laughs> so good reason for that. 
22%. I don't care about titles of product marketing is the market facing strategic role. Great. I almost voted for that. I did not. Uh, Dutch, you were alone with product management in many organizations lost its value and what Airbnb is doing makes sense. Talk to me about that. Oh, it, it's just getting back. If, if they were having product managers doing design, um, then they'd kind of lost focus on the whole product management life cycle and what the roles actually needed to do. And so if they're just kind of shifting and saying, hey, we need to, we need to think about the customer first, um, I, I think that's, that's what the important thing is, regardless of what the titles are or what they're telling the general public, what they're focusing on. And we complain about this every week, don't we? That product yeah. management is getting too, I mean, so I, I right. obviously these yeah. were all statements that came in to mind for me. Uh, Clay, you and I were on Airbnb as a unicorn and what they do with product management is irrelevant to most companies. I'll let you uh, give your thoughts before I do. Well, now as usual, I'm persuaded to a different opinion because <laughs> I like John's answer um, that, that clarifying the role was actually of benefit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay. I'll retract my answer. Yeah, that's that's quite all right. And I I've said it a couple times, and I I I want to say this and make this and we say it again. Google is Google, right? As John Harmer just said, three different product lead roles at Google, three different things that you needed to do, right? YouTube is YouTube, Airbnb is Airbnb. I guess YouTube is part of Google, so I'll I'll strike that. Uh, but these big unicorns. Are, are all these unique places. And as Steve often says, every company is different, right? Just because Airbnb is doing this, I, that's where I vote. I almost voted for the, I don't care about titles of product management as a market-facing strategic role. Great. That was the other one I would have gone to. So we've got some people who at least didn't vote before I pulled this picture. And Calvin, I, pulled, I looked like 10 minutes before we started. Did you go in and vote since I've done that? You're on mute. I actually voted last night because I know you always call me out on that. <laughs> but it didn't show up. I wonder if my refresh is not working. What did you vote for? I I I said other. Okay. And um, my thought is along the lines uh, of what Danielle said said earlier. That it's just too early to it's too early to tell. You know, I, I think the the other thing that I added is that so often, you know, product management. Product managers err toward the side of of um, technologists, people that are people that are former developers or former engineers, et cetera, and so they don't think about they don't think about strategy because it's just not in their it's not in their line of sight. And, and I actually I have your response in the notes here. I just didn't for some reason your vote didn't show up. I I, I will take it on my error. I apologize, Calvin, for no trying reason. to. Okay, so no, no I, I I agree with what you say. Uh, yeah. So others just running away with it. Yeah. Elliot, did you vote? Now that I know that my vote, I, I did. can't count my picture. Yeah, I voted. I, I don't care about titles, which kind of mimicked or mirrored my my approach and answer in the uh, in the the overall question of the week. Yeah. So ultimately, I, I do agree that it's too early to tell. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be such a slow moving type of tide. Even if Airbnb creates this seed change, I don't think it's necessarily going to change a whole lot. Um, but I, I was pretty fluid. The other, it depends. I just really honestly didn't have time to write something in there. So, I went. <laughs> so he's the lazy boat. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, new, <laughs> new, new, new job, uh, not uh, tra- traveling at my in-law's house and stuff like that too. So, you know, excuses. No, I, I, I got you. <laughs> well, and, and so Mr. Harmer, since you helped us create the name of that fourth, that, that final category, it depends. How did you vote? I voted. I don't care about titles. Okay. Um, yeah. Although I, I can't believe that this is our first like call out of it depends on this call uh, explicitly because that used to be the answer to everything when we started. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think except except in the case that Steve talked about where when you have a job posting up, it gets the wrong people. Um, I think somebody was talking about uh, if you're looking for product marketing people and all you get is people who are worried about campaigns and lead gen and things like that, then you're not going to get the right kind of product management skills in that cohort of humans um other than that i don't care about what titles are so. i again i that was, the, that was i was debating between the one i voted for it's a unicorn it's different than everybody else and that one those are the two that sort of stuck with me the most so i could easily be swayed there steve well you know i was i was keynoting at a product marketing conference and after my session, I sat down at you know one of the front tables, and and the next person got up and was talking about the the role of product marketing, you know, and how important it was for them to understand the market and understand the persona and understand the business rationale for building products. And the guy next to me leans over and goes, "Isn't he talking about product management?" So I guess I end up in the same place that I always end up, which is I don't care what the titles are. I care very much about roles and responsibilities. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. I, I I think that that, you know, other, it depends, and I don't care about titles or the two that are sort of ro- running away with it. I, I, Danielle, I think your whole, right, it's too early to tell, uh, but that's what the show is about. We have to talk about opinions about stuff, right? So... But I will do want to also repeat what Clay posted in the chat. Maybe all product managers should have strategy in their title. And so I will do my little rant at in the limited time we have left. My daughter was dating a product marketing guy who was a marketing guy who didn't know his product. And she said, you're dead to me. (laughs) Broke it off. And uh, then married a UX designer. So their happiness... There's happiness. But the wedding was beautiful. The <laughs> wedding was. The wedding was beautiful, actually. All right. I'm going to get if this gives a chance for one question before we go to our wrap up stuff. But uh, we talked a lot about what's going on at Airbnb on this type of stuff. But the second part of the, the question, the second part of the topic was the future of product management. How can the practice of product management use this as an inflection point? Like, how can we take this and use it as a way to help us get to that future world? I mean, this is a conversation Steve and I have been having a lot, right? Is pro- I, I had Robert Goldberg, longtime uh, panelist with John Harmer a couple of years ago. He said, product management, as we know, it's dead. He's like, you know, it, it's dead. Uh, I like to, I want to fight for this business and strategic role of product management. So how do we use this, you know, publicity uh, around our role to to maybe you know make some change happen. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, May on that. Why do we want to do that? 
I mean, like, um, it, it's it, we we've been talking about the same thing over and over and over again, which is that um, product managers aren't an execution role, right? Like, it is it, it is needed to get to the point where you execute and deliver, but it is like the number of people I meet who are like, yes, product managers need to do all of this work with engineers. I'm like, no, no, no. Um, it, it, we've been talking about this over and over and over again. So like, how can we use this as an inflection point if people don't see the value, right? Like if, if, if everything we've been doing up to this point hasn't, like it's moved the Has it moved the needle? <laughs> Has it moved the needle a bit? Like, I hope so. I mean, like you got, all of these people on board, right? Like everyone yeah. on the calls on board. We got ten people, right? Um, and I think it's important to to think about it. It's like, are, are we having the right conversations? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like this isn't the right conversation to be having. Like it's, you know, Airbnb's is Airbnb still relevant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 but I think the issue is more, this is giving us an opportunity to point the spotlight on product management isn't design, that product management isn't execution, right? That product marketing isn't either, right? Um, product, product, you know, when, when you have product in your title, it means product planning, product strategy. When you have marketing in your title, it means you're in the execution role. And I, I truly believe one of the problems is, is, as John pointed out, since no one read the article on Airbnb, I think furthermore, no one read this article either about where Mark er Martin Erickson defined product management as the intersection between UX, tech, and business. And everyone looked at that and said, those are the three responsibilities of a product manager <laughs> instead of the connection role that John talked about of bringing the UX people and the technical people together with business people to make strategy decisions. So this is a very popular Venn diagram that I think everyone has misunderstood. And I have been saying now for 25 years, the reason product managers do design is because we haven't hired qualified designers and product managers suck at design less than developers suck at design. In, in, in this chart, Steve, it, and we had dueling charts there for a second, so I put mine down. Uh, product management, that strategic business role is the business circle. The tech role is the tech lead circle and the tech and the development team. In the UX one, it's UX. It's We all come together at that one point, right? That's where mm -hmm. the squad, in, the more people I'm talking about who have squads and teams, trios, whatever you want to call them that are working well, it makes sense if you can do it. But again, mm -hmm. the role of product management is not just that little intersection. It's the whole business circle. Yeah, the problem, mm -hmm. Steve, is you didn't color in the overlap. Everybody misunderstood the diagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not my diagram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Maybe the intersection is the, the chief product officer, the one that leads the whole team. <laughs> if, if you have a CPO who's able to do both the business and the tech side, and I've seen some of those, too often what I see in a CPO is they're they tend to lean towards one side or the other, the strategic or the technical, and often the technical, and that weights how the squad works and how things work in that organization. 
Oh, I was saying, I was saying that there's other other product managers that are in those specialties. Oh, with yeah. One one person leading their efforts to bring everybody together. Yeah, I could see that. Hypothetically, Danielle. Well, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I have a really good answer for this. Um, I think it just drives the point home that we as product leaders need to be much more intentional about the conversations that we're having when we're building out our teams and just being very clear about, again, I feel like a broken record, but like being very clear about the roles and what the purpose is. But more importantly, making sure that the relationships between different roles is very clear as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we should all be working towards the same thing, but there has to be somebody um, communicating that and helping drive the teams towards it. Um, otherwise, we're going to be going in totally different directions or working against each other or, you know, John doesn't know what Sally does. Uh, Sally doesn't know what Brian does. Right. It'll continue and, and there'll just be more confusion. So, I mean, if anything, it's it's pause to have those conversations get really clear and be very deliberate about how things are structured and make sure everybody understands that as well. No, I love it. Mr. Harmer. Uh, I think it's the opportunity to call out the like sort of more the outcome focus, the what is the role supposed to do? Yeah. What, like, you know, so you say, yeah, they aren't supposed to do this design stuff. Airbnb totally got it right in this particular move. And maybe calling it a product marketing manager is ridiculous, but whatever, like the role needs to do the following things. Um, it's important because these things are important and here's the kind of outcomes you can achieve if you do it well. You know? it's, it's hard to get rid of the product manager role and then rehire people as a product manager doing something different. Yeah. So... Elliot, any th last thoughts before we move to our, our key takeaways? Yeah, I think about opportunity. I don't. I don't think this is going to be a matter of uh, the the broad. I think it's more of a niche type of play where we have an opportunity to influence those who might be influenceable around it in terms of focusing on these key topics we talked about today. So mm -hmm. some folks are never going to move, but if you could maybe find a way to move a couple of people in, in the direction that we're talking about. I think that's the best opportunity. I don't think that we're going to have this massive movement in the entire product management community, such as it is, but there's some certain niches that could be hit. Yeah, no, I get it. Calvin. Yeah. I mean, I was going to, you know, I guess echo what I think Daniel said and what Elliot just said, you know, as well as what, as what John said too, I mean, defining what it is, what it isn't. <laughs> Sorry, didn't want to leave anyone out. Defining what it what it is, what it's you know what product management is not, and hopefully having that dialogue such that we, there's more of a common understanding of what the role you know what the role entails. Yeah, and and Clay, you just put in the chat, and I'll give you if you want to say something more about it. This is an opportunity to claim strategy as a part of product management. And the reality is, most strategy organizations I see are really strategic planning organizations, not truly strategy organizations looking at markets and problems, and so. Uh, any anything to add to that? Yeah, I, I think that maybe we're so focused as PMs on outcomes that we maybe are reluctant to claim an input. In other words, we're like, well, we're all about making the product work. And it's like, well, what is the input to that? One of those is strategy. Maybe we should just claim it and say, yes, that is an input with which we will agree. 
And those are where our key decisions are, what, what markets yeah. to play and what problems to solve and make yeah. sure we're doing the right thing. So I, I, I love that. Well, and uh, I know a guy who, who's done a lot of work with sort of mid-sized businesses, you know, $10 million or something. And he said, very few of them really know what strategy is. They all think of it as uh, as a goal. They'll say 10% sales growth. That's not yeah. a strategy. So that maybe is part of the problem is that nobody really knows what strategy is. Um, so. so so we have to define strategy first before we can define product management. Okay. Uh, yeah, I so might challenge it a little bit and say it's strategy isn't just part of product management, but either the focus or a major part. It is an essential component, Yeah, I would argue, at the very least. Yeah, I, I agree. And most of the books back here are strategy books, right? I, I tend to lean into yeah. that. Uh, all right. So what are the biggest learnings and takeaways from this conversation? Mr. Harmer, we changed. We don't do the uh, lightning round anymore. The lightning round is what are our takeaways. And I'm going to start with uh, Dutch. Um, my biggest takeaway is this, this topic is a dead horse in this group. <laughs> uh, you know, going with May, we keep talking about it. We just used Airbnb as the catalyst for it, but we've all been saying the same thing, you know, for a while. And I think we all pretty much agree. Okay, I got it. Uh, Elliot. I don't have too much to add. I think we've said it all. I don't, I think I'd rather give time to other folks. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Danielle. I think my biggest key takeaway here is that words matter. Um, I, I feel like the announcement of this new role title has everybody uh, really frantic and maybe it wasn't the best choice of a title. Um, so being like intentional about the words that we use and when we start to promote these new ideologies or thinking around product management, like I think being very careful with our words is important. Um, so it's kind of a segue from the general topic that we've been discussing today, but I, I do think it's important to call out. Okay, love it. Clay. Um, yeah, I, nothing else to add, strategy, yeah. Yeah, Calvin. Same. Same, wow, this is going faster than we ever go. Uh, maybe Dutch is right, it's a dead horse anymore. <laughs> Mr. Harmer. Uh, product management is different everywhere. Uh, your mileage may vary. <laughs> um, make sure you're doing strategic things. I, I, I love that. May? How do we uh, do what Clay said? <laughs> Which is like get all product managers to make sure that their role is strategic. How do we get companies on board? Um, yeah. Yeah. Easy as that. Steve, my friend. Well, I think the answer will please May. It's important to get roles and responsibilities right. And one of the great ways you can do that is by having a well-funded product ops organization. But that said, I am also in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited that we're having this, this conversation in uh, all of the places, all of the social media places where everybody is, uh, shocked at these statements and then as john points out then when you read it you go oh hey that that all does make sense and i'm all i'm i'm also enthused when i work with pe firms who say one of the most important hires we require people to make is a strategic product manager 
Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I know Dutch feels like we've been beating a dead horse, but I am seeing a shift that more that, uh, and through my career, it, the pendulum goes back and forth. You know, I think that Agile pulled us more into technology than it has in, in, in a long, long time. But um, I've seen product management in marketing. I've seen product management in development. Uh, it swung back and forth and hallelujah. But um, I think this is a wonderful discussion about the importance of the role of someone who is driving the business strategy of a product, regardless yeah. of time. No, I, and, and that's where I am, Steve. I think for me, the biggest thing was, my biggest takeaway is, you know, as we try to move this needle, as we try to get the pendulum moving in the right direction, we need to take every chance we have uh, to, uh, to have the conversation to evangelize and get people on the side of strategic product management. And, and Dutch, you're right. We do talk about this a lot. And I think we have, you know, a, a our, our congregation, you know, tends to, you know, we're preaching to the choir here. Uh, but I think all of us need to make sure how we're talking to other people and how we're enabling other people to have those conversations in their organization. So Dutch, Elliot, Agreed. Danielle, Clay, Calvin, John Harmer, so good to have you back. May Wong, my partner, Steve, thank you, Ari, who left a little earlier. What a great conversation. We're going to do this next week with a topic on market discovery. We haven't talked discovery in like years. So we're going to talk about market discovery next week. And, you know, we do this every week, right? On Mondays, I put a question to the, into the thing. We get some great, great posts. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to start Brett. Bre branching out now I, sh I should have put a link to Harmer's uh medium post which was a great post and really helped with this conversation so thank you John for that uh but then on Wednesdays we do a poll and on Fridays we have these amazing conversations where I learn and grow and maybe I get stuck in the mud and I beat a dead horse so thank you guys everybody have a great weekend we'll see you next weekend in the community take care everybody thanks for listening to product conversations brought to you by product Product Growth Leaders helps product leaders and their teams remove the chaos from product management and achieve product success. Purpose. For more great content and to learn how we do this or to join the conversation, visit us at productgrowthleaders.com. If you haven't yet, go to your Apple, Android, or favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And join us next week for another episode.